For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. The U.S. Senate has passed a stopgap spending bill that avoids a short-term shutdown and funds the federal government through February 18th. The vote of 62 to 28 came as Senate leaders diffused a partisan standoff over federal vaccine mandates. The House had approved the government funding measure hours earlier. It now goes to President Biden to be signed into law. Some Republicans opposed Biden's workplace vaccine mandates and wanted Congress to take a hard stand, even even if that meant shutting down federal offices over the weekend by blocking a request that would expedite a final vote on the spending bill. Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall made the case for an amendment to prohibit federal dollars from being spent to enforce federal vaccine mandates. As a physician, I've always supported the vaccine, and I encourage Americans to talk to their doctor about getting vaccinated and about the booster. But But whether to receive the vaccine or not is a personal choice. It should not be mandated via unconstitutional executive actions. Utah Republican Mike Lee said tens of millions of workers risked losing their jobs. Washington Democrat Patty Murray countered that the federal government should be using every tool to keep people safe. COVID-19 has killed over 780,000 people in our country. This pandemic has a higher body count than any war we have ever fought in, and it's not over. We should be doing everything we can to stop this virus. No one wants to go to work and be worried they might come home to their family with a deadly virus. Courts have issued orders against the federal mandates, including a ruling this week that blocks enforcement of a requirement for health care workers in 10 states. Earlier, a federal appeals court temporarily halted the federal requirement affecting employers with 100 or more workers. The Omicron variant of the coronavirus was identified in individuals in four more states a day after a San Francisco resident was the first in the country to be identified as infected with the highly transmissible variant. At least five people in the New York City metropolitan area, a Colorado woman who had recently traveled to South Africa, and a Minneapolis man who had attended an anime convention in Manhattan late last month, all vaccinated, were infected with the Omicron variant. So was an unvaccinated Hawaii resident with no recent travel history. A second infection was identified in California in a vaccinated Los Angeles resident who had traveled to South Africa. New York Governor Kathy Hogan said officials are contacting the estimated 50,000 people who attended the anime convention in New York City last month. And we encourage people who have been at a conference recently uh, at the Javits Center during the dates of uh, November 18th and 22nd that they also get tested. And we're going to make sure that everyone knows we have a way to contact these individuals. There is a list of individuals who attended, and also they were vaccinated in order to go into this conference in the first place. The newly identified cases are believed to be just the tip of the iceberg. Their geographic spread, and some involving people who had not recently traveled, means the variant is likely already circulating domestically in at least some parts of the United States. Germany has announced tough new restrictions that forbid unvaccinated people from entering non-essential stores, restaurants, sports, and cultural venues. The government is also planning a parliamentary vote next month on a vaccine mandate. It wasn't immediately clear how it would be enforced. The tough new measures came as Germany's health minister said more than 1% of the population is currently infected with the coronavirus. Officials again urge people to get vaccinated if they haven't 
already done so. The Biden administration will again start enforcing the so-called remain in Mexico policy, forcing migrants to stay in Mexico while they seek their asylum hearings. President Biden had scrapped the policy. A lawsuit by Texas and Missouri forced him to put it back into effect, subject to Mexico's acceptance. The Biden administration and Mexican officials announced they had agreed on new terms, paving the way for the policy to once again go into force. Officials said what they term vulnerable people will be exempt, including unaccompanied children, pregnant women, physically or mentally disabled people, older people, indigenous people, and members of the LGBTQ community. Some immigrant advocacy groups criticized the Biden administration for the policy. The director of the Center for Gender and Refugee Studies said that for 10 months, the administration has used the pandemic as a cover to expel people seeking asylum to danger, ignoring objections by public health experts, human rights leaders, and its own legal advisors. Karen Masalo added that, quote, now the administration is hiding behind a court order to revive and expand a policy that has caused untold suffering at our nation's doorstep. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.